Was that supposed to be the Jaws theme tune? Yes. Okay. Is that was it bad? I no, it was fine. It just I just thought you were trying to make a noise to get my attention, and it wasn't. I mean, it started off that way, and then it became the Jaws theme. Uh, it morphed. We rewrite the dads. 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 Dads. Welcome to We Rate the Dads. I'm Danny. I'm Julia. We'll rate some dads today to recap our settings, mm-hmm. classifications, stamps. Yeah. We have four. Flatliner. Just know they're bad. Don't leave a baby with them. Complex. They need a parenting book. Valid. They're probably fine. Pretty good dads. Pretty good dads. And yeah. we only rate fictional dads. Yes. Um, um, yeah, so to this week... Today, we are doing uh, Danny. Uh, we're doing Johnny Rose from Shit's Creek. Yes, um, which we were watching some of last night. Yep. So my memory is refreshed. Yeah. Um, and I am doing uh, the dads from Hamilton the musical, which I know we just said we are only very fictional dads, and they are technically based on real people that existed in time. But we're gonna base it. We're gonna try and stick to the musical yeah. and stick to the plot. It's an interpretation. It's, I think it's like, because isn't the marriage story one where we did Charlie? Yeah, that's based on a real person. Is it? It's based on the writer and the director. Oh, I did not know So in his real life or his real divorce. I should have probably found that out when I was researching for that show. But there we go. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't really come up no. in what we were talking about anyway. Strictly, which is strictly rate them in the medium as a mm. fictional person. No relation to the actual real yeah. one. And a lot of the plot of the musical is slightly different from what happened anyway and some of it is quite inaccurate so if you're interested go research it because it's quite fascinating but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that no yeah um anyway i think it is danny's turn to go first this time because yeah. uh, i did last time so okay go um so Shit's creek is a is is like a tv show about this very rich family and in the first episode they're getting like audited by the irs and the account manager for Johnny's business hasn't been paying taxes. So they owe the government a lot of money. They seize all their assets, except for this worthless town called Shit's Creek that Johnny bought as a joke for David, the his oldest child. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they jump you right in there. Right in there. It's like, it's literally the first bit is like the IRS banging on the door or whatever. Yeah. And they all look all serious, like the FBI with their, like, they're like, I've been it or whatever. And they're <laughs> taking their clothes and their jewelry away. And Moira's trying to grab all of her wigs. Moira's the mum. Mm. And the giant portrait of the family on the wall that's like yes. bigger than our entire house. <laughs> and it, the, you find out later that, um, but I'll talk about that later. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so, so Johnny has two children, David the oldest, who's played by Eugene Levy's real-life son, David, Dan Levy? Dan Levy. Oh, okay, they're actually related. They're actually related. That's cool. The eyebrows. Jules? Well, I mean, I just thought it was good costume. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there, the mum is Moira, I think, by, played by Catherine O'Hara. Uh, I don't know how Something to pronounce like her name, but she is great. She's great. She mispronounces words sometimes. It's great. Um... <laughs> Uh, and then there's the younger child, uh, the daughter, Alexa. Um, so yeah, he has two children, and they're fairly grown up. I would say David is over 30. He says he's basically 29, but <laughs> Alexa yeah. says, like, you're 34, and he's like, I'm basically 29. So I guess he's, like, 
over 30. He's in denial about it. Yeah, I feel like he's in denial. And then Alexa is probably around 30. She's a couple of years younger Mm. than David. So they're they're quite grown up, to be honest. Um, But they don't really... They've been dependent on their parents. They don't really have a life to fall back on once dad's money is Mm. gone. And, I mean, I haven't seen that much of it, but it seems like they are quite uh, undeveloped as their own people. They're still quite in kind of like a... Uh, uh, I'm going to depend on my parents and I'm not necessarily going to make a life for myself at least at the beginning of the show they, yeah. they don't have like um they just they they don't have a lot they don't have some essential skills like we'll get mm. into this mm. um I'm not sure that they were particularly good at preparing David David and Alexa for 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 real life to be honest but I mean they were very rich so yeah they they're quite um I don't know, they're used to everything just get going right without them having to do anything, I think, is kind of the vibe I was getting. And they... Yeah, but yeah I mean, I, I, I we'll get into this. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm so trying to preempt so, you so, so, they, so they move to this town, it's a motel in the middle of nowhere, it's grody and just... Disgusting. Like, I mean, it's not gross. But my mum would not stay there. She would make us move. <laughs> we turn up at that hotel, lol. Um... And they, like, have to get jobs for the first time, and they have to, like, basically build themselves from the ground up. Um, and they also get to spend more time together as a family. I don't think they spent a lot of time together before this all happened. So it's quite a good opportunity. So to get into the dadding, this, the most of my notes are going to cover the first couple of episodes of season one, because that's all I could rewatch. Mm. Um, and my vague memories of what happens in later seasons as well. There's quite a lot in the, the quite a lot of episodes. So it's like five to five seasons. So mm. like it'll pick the cherry picks the moments I remember. Yes. Also, we have to excuse Jenny this week because she's very tired. Very tired. I did like a ten k walk yesterday, and then the day before she worked like over twelve hours. So <laughs> she only had a little bit of time to watch. <laughs> a little bit of time. Work's been crazy. Okay. So to get into it, he kind of knows a bit about his kids and what's going on with them, um, but like he also has huge gaps huge gaps in what he knows about his children. So, like, he knows that David is afraid of moths. That's quite a niche thing quite to know. a niche know. thing. I mean, he does... He strikes me as quite a loud person, but um, mm. he would talk about his feelings a lot. Um, but, like, he doesn't know a huge amount about what's going on with Alexis's life. Like, she always comes up with these stories, like how she got trapped in a drug lord's trunk and she had to bribe him with sex to get out. <laughs> or she had to get through a roadblock in South Africa... Where, like trying to smuggle diamonds mm-hmm. or she got trapped in a like a Saudi prince's house and she had to date him but she couldn't talk or look at him or something for a month and yeah. she was trying to get out to the embassy to get a passport like she has all these like crazy stories and he's like what was this he's like oh I was in like spring break he was like you were in high school like he doesn't oh know. um question because I haven't watched much of this show but are all of these stories true? I'm pretty sure they're true. I'm pretty sure they're true. Like, um, she's not the kind of person who would lie about it. She just kind of, like, throws it out there. Like, I think Alexis has lived a life. Like, she was, like, she was talking about how she had braces when she had to do it or something. So there was something about her having braces when she was doing one of these weird escapades. Um, uh, yeah, and also they don't know that she hasn't finished high school. That is an important thing. This is going to come back to, to me being like, did the school tell the parents? Probably did. They sent like, us home. But they just like, didn't read they them. They sent her to this really expensive private school in Europe or something like that. Um, and I think she just thought of like, I don't know what she did. She got out of it somehow. She didn't have she didn't have enough credits or she didn't 
pass the test to pass. So she, like, I think it's, like, season three or four, she actually has to finish high school. And then she goes to get, go to college to do, like, a, like a, like a community mm. college um, media degree. And she's really proud of herself. Growth. Yeah, growth. Real important growth for Alexa. We're proud of her. Um, um, so, yeah, people, and they also don't know what her middle name is. <laughs> You have to put that on forms. <laughs> no, they're like, they can't remember, so they try to get her to fill out the form with her middle name. And they're, they're like guessing it throughout the episode and they don't remember. I think the only person that knows what her middle name is is Ted. Her, her I mean, boyfriend. presumably she knows as well. Yeah, yeah. she told him. I don't know. Well, he found out. It's very cute. He loves her a lot. They're adorable. Um, yeah. Um, and Alexis is kind of like, she's very spoiled. Like, but I think it's mostly because she had bad friends. Mm, it does seem like she had she was surrounded by a lot of people who weren't that great. Yeah, like yeah. weren't that great and stuff like that. Um, I think she's she just I don't think she's really good at making genuine connections with people. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like because in the very first episode, her boyfriend is supposed Stop to come us. and pick her up. And, like, get her out of this situation where they've just found themselves in this horrid little motel. Yeah. And um, he decides not to. It breaks up with her so he can go to a party instead. Because he wouldn't have enough time to do both. Yeah. And also, he gave her his ex-wife's engagement ring. Um, and he left his cocaine. What is cocaine, right? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know which one it is. But <laughs> just... he left some drugs in her glove compartment and then she got arrested for it or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. She just has, she seems to have very low self-esteem. Um, so, right, and then you've got David, who seems to be, like, he's not, uh, he's kind of like an anxious person, I would say. Very, quite high-strung. Very relatable. Yes. Um, he, I think he feels things very deeply. His parents are very supportive of that, the fact that he's pansexual. Yes. Um, like, his dad's like, I don't really... I don't really get it. Like, I think he's 90%. He he understands it 90%, but he's like, I don't really get it. But, like, he supports his son 100%, which I think is nice. Mm, yeah. That's great. Um, so that's a big, big old tick. Um, and they they kind of talk about the struggles that David had with school. I don't know how much they helped him. Like, I think he was, he was being bullied in school, but I didn't realise. <laughs> like, he didn't realise he, he was being bullied. But the parents did and were like... Um, and he doesn't know how to ride a bike. I think they teach him how to ride a bike. Oh, that's cute. I need to watch more of the show. To it's be really cute. Like um, he's uh, and there's I can't remember. I was supposed to rewatch it today, but I fell asleep. <laughs> there's like a really nice bit where his boyfriend Patrick is going to propose to him, and I think that um, the dad Johnny sits down and has a really nice chat with him about it about David. Like I think he's very supportive of Patrick. Patrick is so good for David. He's just like. I have seen little brief snippets of this because like every if I've come in and you've been watching it and yeah David's having a freak out he's like David what are you doing it's fine it's fine he's like Patrick's like we're just going along with it it's okay I'm like Patrick you have the patience of a saint Mm. um so yeah but like I think the problem I think the problem is at the root of it is that in season one they don't know their children very well. They, they admit that they got the best nannies and sent them to the best schools, but I don't think they had a lot of, like, hands-on uh, working with their kids, understanding what problems were. Mm. Alexis off the leash. <laughs> Not really knowing what was going on with her. 
Um, and even if they kind of knew stuff, it maybe was secondhand. Like maybe their nannies told them that David was getting bullied. Yeah. Also, oh, also Moira did try to make them do. I think they tried to get them into stage acting and stuff like that. There's all like these cute things where she tried to get David to be a actor or something. Or like they did like a song together at the Christmas party. Maybe it's cold outside or something. Oh. <laughs> that's cute um the, uh, i think alexis briefly had a film career but she's i think she can't really sing i think that's the joke yeah <laughs> she's not very good um uh yeah i think yeah i think they just weren't but now because they could they could afford to they were busy with their own lives running their business and more being an actor but yeah. now they've got the opportunity to reconnect with their kids so i put johnny now as complex yeah, I think I, I would agree. I mean, I haven't seen it, mm. but it sounds like the thing is he supports his kids and he really cares about them, mm. but because of their life, so at the beginning of the mm. show, he had been able to, like, give, like, a lot of the kind of parental responsibility away. He delegated and then it. To that people. caused problems that he probably didn't anticipate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. so. Oh, good. Um, are there any other dads in the show? Oh, there are. Yeah, okay. There's um, there's Roland Shit, who's the mayor of the town, um, and he has two. He has two children. One is called I don't know what his proper name is, but he's called Mutt, um, who is his oldest son, who briefly dates Alexis. He's very like eco vegan. Like he doesn't use anything plastic. Lives in a barn. You would love him, Jules. He's your perfect man. He composts. <laughs> But, like, I mean, I, I've only seen the dad, and uh, I'm like, is he, though? It's, you know, have you seen um, Wyona Up? Yes. The one with the moustache. That's the same actor. Uh, I, I Doc Holliday. Sort of, yes, I saw that without, without the moustache. Is he young enough to play the son of the guy that plays Roland Shit? He looks a lot younger without the moustache. Uh, okay, I was like, they look like they'd be the same age. Um, he might be. I mean, they're actors. It's kind of the thing. <laughs> it might be the thing, yes. Um... Uh, yeah, so he's but they and again he doesn't really understand his son either because his son won't drive a car or um yeah that doesn't really seem like something Roland would no be able to get behind no exactly and I think they I don't think I think they're kind of tense with each other again oh, I mean he's gross Roland basically yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand how we could actually raise a child and seduce a woman to impregnate her but like. Yeah, I think Jocelyn would take one look at that and be like, that's not coming anywhere near my bedroom. I don't understand Jocelyn, she's a lovely lady. Um, I think if if the children are are sane at all, it's her influence. Um, So we'll put him down as complex as well. He's he's got a baby, he seems to be fairly, like, he's fairly helpful, I guess. I think Jocelyn's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of... In my in my opinion, that's kind of a just no trait unless there's like a really good reason for why you can't be sharing the load equally when you've got a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then again, well, you're really you're the one that's actually enough. seen all of the show. I, I don't remember not. enough. I maybe mm. I'll have to put. We haven't seen him. I mean, the baby is like two at that point, and we don't really see a lot of the baby around yeah. just because you know babies are noisy. And also, they have to get a child actor in every time. Yeah, and that's expensive. It's expensive. And a pain in the butt. So, I would say maybe flatliner for the baby. I would say me. I would say low complex. Like we're bordering on just no territory. Okay, cool. Road. Right. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he loves his kids. But like, he needs to read a parenting book, and I don't think he would. <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, I will. I will watch it at some point, and I will tell you my opinion, and then maybe we'll have maybe. an update episode. Yeah. Cool. Um. And any more dads, or is that it? That's it. I think pretty yeah. much. Okay. Cool. 
<laughs> okay, wait, we need to say this. Okay, so, so one other point I made is that Moira took the wrong baby home from preschool um, in Shits Creek. And <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, yeah. So if, when she, you say she took the wrong baby home from preschool, is this like a flashback to taking a wrong baby when she was supposed to be picking up her own child? Yes. She took the wrong, okay. she, she, she mistook another baby for Alexis. Um, and then took That's that baby. Bad. <laughs> but she's a mum, and we're not rating her no, we're not, technically. So. But that's still that's bad. I think it's just indicative of. She was like, all babies look the same. Okay, you know what I think I'm going to say about this family, right? This is the impression that I get. I think I figured it out. It's like they're just like slightly removed from reality, just a little bit. Yeah, they're not like completely. It's a very heightened show. Like, yeah. it's, it's clearly not serious. Yeah, no, not the show, but, like, within the, the reality of the show, that all of their characters are just, like, a little bit, just a little bit skewed off. Mm. Just, like, just, like, a millimetre out from from reality, at least at the beginning. Mm. And that's, like, the kind of thing yeah. that I would imagine would happen because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so, Hamilton. Um, okay, cool. So, right, yes, Danny and I both went to see Hamilton together um, on stage. <gasps> That's a weird flex, Jules, but okay. It's <laughs> a great flex. <laughs> my dad got me tickets. That's really sweet of him. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we went on the wrong day. No, I can't, like, I can't risk my dad anymore on this podcast because he listens to this. And <laughs> I love you, Dad. It was really sweet, though. <laughs> it was really nice of him. And he brought us tickets, and then we went on the wrong day. Because, to be fair, the, like, website that you had to get the tickets off was a little bit confusing. No, and also, the, he did have the tickets, but it got delayed. Because the theatre wasn't finished remodelling. Yes. And then they pushed it back to a different... And they changed the, the date. Yeah. And then, but the, the way that they put it on, it wasn't clear what date it was. So, so we turned up on the wrong date. Luckily, our actual tickets were for a date later than that. So we still got to go. Yay! Yay! We yeah. had, we had um, Yosushi twice. Yes. Um, once because we were not at the theatre. So we had Yosushi instead. And then once when we were going to actually go to the theatre. It was nice. Right. Actually, back to the matter at hand, which is... The show. So, I would say there are, like, three dads to talk about, unless we want to kind of consider the role of, like, the George Washington character as, like, a surrogate dad to Hamilton. I was going to say, is that one of the dads? No, I was going to put... So, Hamilton, obviously, is a dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like, he's a dad. Um, He's got a son that is portrayed in the show, and then there's, like, brief mention that he has... There's a younger sister as well, but... Um, that never actually, like, comes up as a character that's on stage or, like, has any kind of musical numbers or anything. Um, and then there is Aaron Burr, who is, like, supposed to be Hamilton's, like, main rival throughout the show. Um, he has a kid. Theodosia. Theodosia, yeah. There's a really nice song at the end of the, like, first half before the interval, um, where they're both singing about their kids because the first half of the show is, like, set during the American Revolution and, like, the war against the British. And um, both Burr and Hamilton's kids are kind of born around that time or just at the end, so they're singing, um, like, a letter to their children for, like, what they... Dreams and hopes for the future. In case they die. This is actually after the war is over. So they're like, um, you know, we've got to build it up for you so that we can pass it on to you. Like, you can have a nice future and you're going to be great because you're our kids and you're great and we're great. (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of what it's like <laughs> but not so much we're great okay um and then i guess we can we can actually talk like a tiny tiny bit about hamilton's dad himself because he is mentioned in the very opening number okay um 
And the answer to that is that he's a just no doubt because he just like offs and abandons them when okay. he, at Hamilton is like ten. We can put him in the just no bin. He goes get, get in, in the bin. bin. Done. Gone. Um, and that's all we're gonna really say about him because it doesn't really come up again. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Do we want to do we want to do George Washington as a surrogate father figure Let's for Hamilton? It. He was he was my favorite character in the thing anyway. Yeah, he was totally cool. He was a great character. Okay. Um. Let's do him first because that's more what happens at the beginning. Okay. Because in the, the first half of the show, like Hamilton and Bert are dads until right at the very end of that half of the show, so there's not much to talk about. Yep. Um, yeah, so Hamilton's character is like uh, portrayed as really brilliantly intelligent, but ambitious. also like super ambitious and like um, he wants to um, rise up really quickly. He wants to shape the world. I he feel wants like. to shape the world, and he wants to, um, like, prove his worth to people, and that's kind of daddy issues. Yeah, it's it's also like both one of his great strengths and his great flaws. Like mm. that's kind of what the show is all about. But like him trying to drive forward and do all of these um, outrageous things and affect everybody around him, but also like the kind of consequences of that affect everybody around him in maybe not the great ways. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe not all the time in great ways. I think if you try to make change and you try to change the world, people are gonna get hurt just yeah because you're affecting lots of things. There's gonna mm. be knock on effects. I think he's quite in a way quite naive about it because mm. he doesn't realize that that's gonna hurt some of the people that he cares about, yeah. or even just like other people. He's kind of just like they've got to get used to it and just get on with it. And it doesn't matter what they think. Um, and so when he meets George Washington and he gets involved in the American Revolution and kind of starts um, really starting to move up because of his, like, great intelligence, I guess, he gets made Washington's assistant and, like, does writes his letters and does a lot of his correspondence and stuff like this. He's, like, really desperate to get, like, a command and to be, like, in the army and, like, doing that sort of thing. And Washington's like, whoa, slow down. No, I need you here, first of all. You're doing a great job mm. helping me out. And also, like, you're you're kind of just a kid and you don't really know what you're wanting. Um, and eventually he does get a command. At, like, the end of one of my favourite songs, which is the one with Lafayette, and they're, like, singing about the guns and ships and going to France. I listened to it again. Oh, okay. Today. I was like, going to yes. say, I don't remember this song. I remember... Ooh, I remember not throwing away my shot, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I think I remember the George Washington song. The one where he's uh, singing about... Um, America. Whatever he's about. <laughs> I'm like, mm, that's like all of the songs. <laughs> where he's like, yeah, whatever, he's like talking about his dream or something. Is that one of his songs? Uh, he sings, I don't know, I don't remember that one. He sings okay. about um, uh, history having his eyes on him. Oh yeah, that's, that's one. one. Yeah, that's when he's, he's writing a letter to Hamilton and he's like... Um, he says, uh, like, I was younger than you are now when I was given my first command. Mm. And he's like, I want to tell you what people should have told me when I was young. And, like, it's not all about glory. Teach your failures to the future. Exactly. Whatever it is. Like, like this is them. a good parenting moment. Yes. He's, like, trying to guide Hamilton to not make the same mistakes that he, do- he did. Yeah. And to, like, give him kind of a sense of, um, I don't know, I guess in a way stability of, like, I know they're in the middle of a revolution, it's not a very stable time, but, like, you don't have to rush everywhere and do everything all of the time. Yeah. And Take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. I mean, not that Hamilton ever actually does take a chill pill, but he tries to 
tell him to. So I feel like that's he a good. He takes a chunk. Right at the very end, he takes a chunk. Right at the end, he takes a chunk. Spoilers: When his kid is dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was, say, I was like, I was like, I remember that song, that sad song that he sings. Yeah, I was like, I, he's taking it. I also listened to that today when I was doing my my recap research, and I was no, I I had a proper cry on the way home from oh, no. house. Oh no. I was like, I, forgot. I only ever listened to the first half of the soundtrack because the second half is really sad, and I'm like, oh, I just want to finish when they when they win their battles, and then they're like all excited for everything new coming. Okay, back to Washington. Back to Washington. I would say valid. If valid. we count him as a dad, then yeah. he would be valid. I think so. I think he is a father figure for Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, and probably to a lot of other people in that time. Yeah. So like everybody kind of looks up to him. Mm. Yeah. Um, cool. And then I guess we've got, we've got Bert and we've got Hamilton. There's not much to say about Bert as a dad because he doesn't really come up that much. There's that song at the end of the first act. It's a very sweet song. It is a very sweet song. He clearly, like, cares a lot about his daughter. Super loved her, like, his wife as well. Because when she married somebody else and then he, like, they fell in love. Yeah, she was married to somebody who was on the British side. Hmm. Um, And they had an affair, and then she had a baby. Oh, and then she left him? I don't know. Or did he die? Maybe he died? It's not really clear. It might be... I mean, that that wasn't really a focus of the show, to be honest, so they don't really kind of come back to it too much, because in the second half of the show, it's more about, like, Burr's rivalry with Hamilton and him, like, wanting to be this politician and Ooh. to be influential i was gonna say i know we weren't talking about I, won't, I know we weren't talking about the real historical figures but wasn't he like super invested in theodosia's education and stuff the real uh, i don't know i thought he like he wanted her to be like the smartest woman ever or whatever and he that does sound like him mm. but um That's again i've actually show. done any research of the actual history for today um, i think i remember hearing a soup like um one of those uh Stuff you didn't learn in history class, whatever it is. Uh, Those are yeah. really good podcasts. Maybe you should listen to that. I think they did one on Hamilton when it came out. Mm, I mean, the only thing that I read up about the history was like there was a paragraph on Wikipedia about the inaccuracies because I just wanted to see if mm. some of the stuff with the jewels was accurate and it seems pretty accurate to be honest. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron Burr? I Burr? don't know. Uh, I, I feel like from the bits that we see in the show, it is valid, but we don't see very much. So it's like valid bordering on a flatliner, maybe? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Valid. Cool. Um, and then, so then we get to Hamilton. Not a valid person in the show, but a valid dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seems very insecure in the show. He's like, why does Hamilton get all the good things? And why does he always win all of the time? And I never win. And I'm like, but just... Chill Don't take out. any risks, Burr. Yeah, and you know, also, why do you want this? Have you asked yourself, well, why you want this? Because I feel like there's a lot of insecurity there. Mm-hmm. And he really looks up to his parents and his, like, grandfather as these great people and he has to, like, live up to the legacy. And you're like, well, you, do you? That's a choice that you're making and you don't have to. He never takes any risks. Like That's He's true. always very calculating. You're like, that's all right, I guess. I mean, like, but, like, if you don't, sometimes you don't risk it, you don't win. Yeah, that's true. So. And Hamilton does risk it for the rest of his And he loses sometimes. He does, indeed. Catastrophically in some cases. And sometimes he wins amazingly. Mm. That's like the whole thing. He's like this fiery persona who just is larger than life. And that, I guess, is also one of the things that is to do with the, the him as a dad. Mm. So in we meet his son, Philip, in the um, second half. When, at first, when he's like quite young and he is... 
um, with his mother, Eliza Hamilton, and they're, they're very clearly very sweet together. They really care about each other. And it seems quite a close-knit family with a lot of, like, love. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't really come back into it again until um, quite near the end. Um, so Hamilton has this affair with um, Maria Reynolds, um, and, uh, like, his political career is starting to go downhill, and people are threatening to, like, blackmail him over it like Maria's husband and then like other people find out about it so he releases this pamphlet that kind of is like I'm gonna tell the truth because otherwise people are gonna use this information against me and he thinks that it's the best option to do um he explodes his life he explodes his life Eliza's like, like understandably pretty fucking pissed. I think people are like, like, be like, give him an ultimatum. Like, either you do this or we tell everybody. It's like, fine, I'll tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, so very shortly after that, in the show, you have a number by um, Philip uh, Hamilton, his son, and he's at that time he's now supposed to be nineteen. Um, and he's like at college and. He, singing about how you know he's kind of like his dad he's really smart he's great with the ladies um and he's like seems kind of confident but also like he's trying to live up to his dad in some ways like that i don't know how much we can say really this is necessarily hamilton's fault for being this larger than life figure that he felt like he had to live up to but there is yeah i don't think he ever is like to his at least not especially in the show he's not to his kids like you've got to be great like me he seems quite supportive and he wants them to, he wants Philip to have a happy life, but he just inevitably is this big shadow yeah. looming over them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then in this song, Philip is talking about this guy who was talking, um, doing Back. a big speech, <laughs> talking smack <laughs> about, yeah, his dad. about his dad. And it's not explicitly saying because he literally just says that he he disparaged my father in front of the crowd, and but it's right after the whole Reynolds pamphlet thing, so you mm. think it's probably about that. Although it could just be about his politics, it's ever explained. He did also write another letter just roasting the second president. Yeah, John Adams. Yeah, he wrote a lot of letters roasting a lot of people. That was his like. He put people on blast before yeah. Twitter existed. <laughs> exactly. Unless it's fine. Um, and so. So Philip challenges this guy, George something, I don't need to look that up, I can't remember his name, to a duel. He like walks in on him in, in his theatre box and is like, hey, you can't talk shit about my dad. Oh, no. I'm gonna, uh, you know, you need to apologise. And then he's like, no, go away, I'm watching a play. And Philip's like, right, fine, we're gonna duel. Um, and I will meet you tomorrow and we'll do, you know, ten paces at dawn. In New Jersey, because everything's legal in New Jersey, as they sing in the show. It's <laughs> really Jesus. Um, and um, then he goes to home and he's talking to his father and Alexander is like, okay, uh, here's what you're going to do. Yes? This is making me think of The Three Musketeers. Is this kind of like around the same time? No, it's later than The Three Musketeers. Okay. Because this dueling isn't legal then either. No, but that is also... In France and not in America. No, but like it's there's still the king of France and like it's his son that like Louis the maybe the um, next Louis that gets in trouble. Yeah, oh, no, 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 maybe the Louis. I thought the French Revolution was before the American. No, it's Revolution. after. Oh, is it? I thought okay. he got sparked by the. But it's no, yeah, like, the, they, they don't have a king. We don't need one. Fashion-wise, costumes-wise, 
definitely before Hamilton. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, was, oh, sorry, I just derailed pretty the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about costumes. Right, uh, where was I? Uh, Jewel, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think jeweling was probably illegal in most places for most of history, so I don't think that really surprises me. Mm, yeah, they're like, please don't go out and kill each other. And then the young men are like, lol, how about we do anyway? And you're like, but we need you to fight wars for us. Ugh. You're yeah. so expensive. Your school is so expensive. And your clothes, so expensive. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, he, he goes home and he, he's speaking to his dad. He's speaking um, about what he did. And he was like, I couldn't let it go. He was... We wouldn't apologize and his dad is like have you tried to like because it, it's traditional that you like before a duel you have like your seconds meet and then you like talk it through and try to see if you can meet compromise and get squash people to apologize and squash the beef as as they say um and that didn't happen so like he's checking to see if there's a way out for that he's not just like having a bad reaction about mm. it he's trying to be calm and then he gives Philip the advice basically not to try and kill this guy because he thinks that that will be like a big weight on his conscience for the rest of his life and that um his mother would be heartbroken and he'd feel really guilty also he might go to prison and that so he says he should should fire his pistol up into the air and not at the not at his opponent yeah um and then he does that he like he does follow through with that advice but he gets shot. Um, the other guy is not so, nearly so kind of... Well, nice. Yeah, honourable or whatever. Um, and yet in the show he actually shoots on seven, not on ten. Mm. Which is just like, bitch. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they, they get him back to the hospital and he has like this last... Or back to their house, I think. It's not because they don't really have very good hospitals at that time. Yeah. You know. um, they get the, him back to his house and... He has a kind of a last moment with his dad and with his mom, mm. um, and it's really sweet. And they clearly love each other, but then he dies. Yeah. And that's yeah. Does the other boy get in trouble? It doesn't really get followed up on because they they're following more about what happens with Alexander and Eliza yeah. getting reconciled and like kind of dealing with their grief. Um, I feel like he would get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he would, but as they say. Everything's legal in New Jersey, so I don't know if technically he broke the law. Doesn't matter. I mean, but like, still, you shot a man and you shot him on seven. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair. Maybe nobody would be friends with him anymore. I think probably you would put a damper on your social life. Mm. People would be like, hmm. Yeah. Although the thing I was going to say, this is the, the one bit that I looked at the historical accuracy of, and apparently that didn't actually happen. Oh, okay. Um, both of them refused to shoot for over a minute before the other guy finally shot him in the hip. Uh, and then he died because it was infected. Yeah. But I think they do say that in the show that it was infected. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, like, from all of this, it's re- I find it really difficult to make a judgment on, because the show is trying to portray Hamilton as this flawed hero. He's the protagonist. He, yeah, obviously he's the protagonist, so that's kind of what they're going for. Um... And so I think they they kind of are obviously exploring this idea that he's this big shadow over his family's life because of both his greatness and his, like, I don't know, um, insatiability and ambition. Well, it's not necessarily insatiable, but just, like, 
desperate need to like do stuff all the time and to be yeah. involved in politics and to write. Matter. Yeah, and to matter. Um, and so like as a dad, it seems like he clearly falls down. Mm, but yeah. I find it, I struggle to say that he's just no dad because he's not doing anything that I would feel like is really People have bad. personalities, like people have flaws and that doesn't mean necessarily that they're a bad father yeah. if yeah. they have those flaws. That's true. I mean, I think the the two main oh, things that are really valid. Well, valid basket would be more empty than it is in the moment. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but I mean, because they focus so much on this as- on this part, like this is like the major part where you see him doing any parenting. And there's like two things. One is like his choice to have that affair and then publish it, which mm. he doesn't think through about how that's going to affect everybody. I think there's still an, there would, even if he didn't publish it, there would still be an effect. Mm, indeed. Um, that could negative, negatively affect his children. Yeah, like yeah. If they asked him to, I don't know, give away all of his money or like, comp- like mm. I don't know, do do bad stuff. If that mm. if that will affect his children as well. I think there's no way he can get out of it. Yeah, like, yeah. These are two like really hard decisions. And then the other one is like his, the advice that he gives to Philip about Philip's nineteen at that point. Yeah, and I'm like, I would struggle to know what call I would make if I was in that situation because. Like, at the same time, you would you would want to say to them, like, you've got to protect yourself and stay alive and do whatever it takes. But also, do you want your kid to have the death of somebody else in their conscience for the rest of their life? Like... Also, for a stupid thing like a duel. I mean, like, he could have... Um, I mean, I know he was doing it to protect his dad's reputation or whatever, but how much of it could have been like, look, it's not worth yeah. it? To do this, to risk your life. Exactly. For this. Because to be honest with you, people can have opinions. And somebody can think that I am a bad person. And that's... Mm. That's fine. But at that point, he'd already agreed to the duel. And, like, in that society, if you'd backed out on that, would would have that had serious... Also serious consequences. Was that, what, the second before? When they squashed the meat or whatever? Yeah. Well, I mean, he asked about that. And they, they didn't manage to do it. He oh, they already ha- oh, had it already happened. That had already happened by the point uh. they had that conversation. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I I think I'd probably put him as complex because I would disagree with some of his choices. And But it's not necessarily so much like... He would in the basement until the jewel had gone, and then it wouldn't be his fault. Yeah. He'd be I'm, like, look, <laughs> it's my fault my son couldn't go to the jewel because I locked him in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Squashed beef. So you're much more practical than he is. <laughs> um, and... And I think that a lot of his flaws also come from his personality and they're not necessarily contrast choices that he's making. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think complex. Yeah. He can't necessarily rise above his character mm. flaws. Oh, there is one thing I want to say about Aaron Burr though, before we finish up. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we didn't really go into it. Also, don't don't the sisters have their dad? Or does he not appear in it? He doesn't really appear in it. They mention him, but he's not it's on stage and he doesn't have he doesn't really do anything. He just gets defeated in an election by Aaron Burr. Oh, okay. That's all that happens. His kids his daughters are very Sort of smart and stuff, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. Out, they it? have a very close family, but they don't. They don't really talk about their dad too much. They just talk about how he's rich and that everybody wants to marry them because they're like the heiresses. Oh, okay. But I don't remember anything where they're like, "Our dad said this to us," or. No, oh, yeah, I guess we're reading between the lines. Yeah. Flatliner, then I guess. Yeah, flatliner. I'd say. Um, yeah. So the, the last thing about Aaron Burr is that, like, at the end. He has a duel with Hamilton, and then he shoots Hamilton, and that's, like, the end of the show when he, like, dies, and then Eliza has this, like, final song where she is, like... I'm gonna destroy Aaron Burr with words. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm gonna keep my husband's in real life, but also I'm gonna destroy Aaron Burr with words, as you say. Um, and, um, 
Eliza would have locked him in the basement. It's like a, a mirror of what happened because Hamilton also doesn't shoot at Burr. He shoots off to the side and he throws away his shot. Yeah. Um, and then Burr has to like live with the consequences. consequences and he seems like really devastated by it. I mean, they foreshadow right in the first song. He's like, I'm the fool that shot him. Mm. Um, and he doesn't, he's not proud of it. So it's like, did. Philip made the right choice, even though he died, to not do anything, because Hamilton made basically the exact same choice as his son did. Um, I think he made the right choice. I just think he shouldn't have done the jewel in the first yes, place. Yes, like, neither of them should have done any jewels. Jewels are bad. Don't go shoot people because they were rude to you. Maybe just yeah. learn to live with the fact that people have differences. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have different opinions. Anyway. Yes. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, he seems pretty, like, he seems like a pretty valid-ish, valid dad. I think he was devastated by his son's death. Mm. Um, and I think he genuinely meant the advice, like, he, he, yeah. he lives and dies by it at the end. Exactly, like, like yeah, he, he, de- he never advises people to do anything that would be... That he wouldn't do. That he wouldn't do himself, yeah, like, he's got that kind of integrity. Yeah, I think it was just bad luck, really, that got shot. Yeah. And then it got infected. Mm. Because he probably, because it was only in his hip, like, if it hadn't got infected, he probably wouldn't have died. But then also, it was a metal they, they didn't have antibiotics and Probably <laughs> touched dirty things, you know? Yeah, and, and he might not walk the same ever again if it hit him in the hip. But he might have lived if he didn't get infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, the end. The end. Thank you guys for listening. And as we always say, you can get us on Twitter. Yep. We rate the dads on Twitter and also we write the dads at gmail.com for our email yep. uh, send us some fan mail we'd love some fan mail dad you already sent me two emails you don't need to do it again <laughs> <laughs> uh, another that note bye bye <laughs>